This is Christy Smith from God's Love Club coming to you from beautiful round town USA. Welcome to another episode of Christy's Connection. These are short little podcasts that are meant to encourage you with tidbits of information, revelation, hopefully wisdom from God that will give you encouragement to press on in your walk with God and get closer and closer to Him. Tabernacles is the best place to live. The tabernacle experience with God when God's dwelling place is with man is the best place to live. And it's what God has for us in this day and age. As we come increasingly into the end times, we're going to need more and more of God, more and more of a true experience with God. Understanding God with our minds is never enough. What we need is to experience God, to know Him, to love Him, to feel Him dwelling in us. And on the last episode, I talked about beyond words, how the life of the tabernacle Christian, the tabernacle experience, is a place that you can come to such a union with God and a oneness with God, increasingly, not perfectly, that you can move into a relationship with Him that is beyond words. It's not that you can't have a conversation with Him, but our human language is limited. Our spirits are endless, and we can communicate with the endless Spirit of God and know and understand and experience love and be moved by His Spirit in us and become one with Him. Wonderful things happen in our lives when we do that. I could spend an hour-long podcast just explaining all the ways that God has moved in my life and changed my life because I'm increasingly moving in that flow of oneness with Him. But what I want to share with you today is the concept of eternal life. We think of eternal life as a linear time. In our mindset, time is linear. It starts at one point and it progresses until it gets to another point. And when we look at the past, it's in one location on that timeline. The present is in another location on that timeline. And the future is another location of that timeline. That's the way we see time. That's the way we see life is it starts, has a middle, and has an end. When we think of eternal life, some translations of the scriptures say it's everlasting life. And so we think, well, that means there's a starting point and there's a middle point, but there's no ending point. We might have a death of our physical body, but we'll continue on with everlasting life and eternal life. It will just go on and on and on. That's been our understanding for a long time about the concept of eternal life. But what we haven't really taken into deep consideration is what Jesus said in John chapter 17, which incidentally is a chapter where Jesus spoke the words of what God wants for us and what we're seeing now happen on the earth in the tabernacle experience. It starts with, when Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh, to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Hmm. That's a little bit different definition of eternal life than what we normally think, isn't it? We think of eternal life as living forever. And there's something in humanity that makes us want to live forever. I think it's because originally we were created to live forever. We weren't intended to die. Death is something that happened as a result of sin. It was never God's intention. In fact, there's something on human DNA at the ends of a DNA strand that are called telomeres. And telomeres keep the strands of DNA from basically unraveling and prevents aging. 
what happens is throughout our life, these telomeres at the end of our DNA strands get shorter and shorter and shorter. And as they get shorter and shorter and shorter, cells stop regenerating. And that's what causes aging and ultimately death. Well, I personally believe that those telomeres were never meant to degenerate. I believe that God created those telomeres at the end of our DNA strands because we were intended to renew ourselves continually. And it wasn't intended to break down. It was a consequence of sin. So yes, there is something in us that wants to live eternally. But Jesus said that eternal life is not just living forever. Eternal life is who we know. Eternal life is knowing the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. That's not just a passageway for us to obtain eternal life. A lot of times we think Jesus is a gate, Jesus is a doorway, he says he is the gate. He is the way to get to God, he is the way to get to eternal life, as if eternal life and living forever is the goal. And if we just come through Jesus, through the gate, we'll come to God and we'll have eternal life, we'll live forever. Yay, phew, what a relief. That's not the goal. Jesus is not a means to an end, Jesus is the end. God is not a means to an end of living forever or escaping hell. God is the end. Eternal life is knowing God and knowing the true God and knowing Jesus Christ whom he has sent. There's a lot of talk these days because there's a lot of spirituality going around the world and because we have more of an opportunity to hear other people's viewpoints of God and spiritual life. There's a very prominent teaching that we are all part of God and there is no one true faith. Jesus made it very clear though when he spoke that he and the Father were one and that he was the way, the truth, and the life and no one came to the Father except through him. There is one true faith and it's a faith that comes through knowing Jesus Christ who can lead us to knowing the true God. Jesus said that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. That means that if you have two farmers and one is an atheist that hates God and the one right next door to him is a Christian and loves God, when it rains on that land, it's going to rain on both. And most likely it's going to be an even amount on both. So the atheist, the unbeliever will be blessed just like the believer is blessed. Because God's rain falls on the just and the unjust, God's goodness to this earth is now abundant and available to everyone. And I believe the Spirit of God is dwelling all over the world and is continually drawing people to Himself. And I believe that those who are spiritually sensitive can sense God and can feel His pull. And the essence of God is love. And people that know love are coming to know God. It says that in the book of 1 John, those who love know God. And I believe there's a measure that you can know God while you're on this earth because God's love and His Spirit is abundant on this earth. But what happens after you die is determined by the choices that you make about Jesus. Jesus said He is the only way to the Father. We can all get a taste of Him while we're on earth, but to know Him and to be in a place where we can be in His presence without being burned up by his consuming fire because we're full of sin is to take the sacrifice that Jesus made on our behalf and to allow that to cleanse us of our sins. And as that happens, we can step into a relationship with God and come to know him. Coming to know him is what this tabernacle blessing is all about. And having eternal life comes from knowing God, the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent because they are one. And further on down in that chapter, 
Jesus talks about. Not only are Jesus and God one, but he wants his disciples to be one with each other, and he wants his disciples to be one with God and one with him. That's the unity, that's the oneness that will come to us in the new heavens and new earth experience. And God's pouring out his spirit right now all over the world and drawing people to him. I've spoken to many people who don't consider themselves Christians, who don't think that Jesus is the only way to get to God because our sins have to be removed. But they have had experiences with Jesus. I have a friend who really loves the experience of love, is very spiritually sensitive, and she said years ago she had a daughter that died, and she was so distraught, she prayed and she asked Jesus to come and help her, and Jesus appeared to her. She told me some of the things that he said, and sounds very consistent with Jesus. But yet she doesn't believe that she needs to have her sins forgiven by him. And even though she experienced him as a very loving guru, a teacher who showed her something that helped her, she's not given her heart to him, she's not accepted the sacrifice that he made for her sins, so she might have a beautiful experience at some level here, but she doesn't have that eternal life, because eternal life is knowing the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. Yes, knowing God and knowing Jesus is going to lead to living forever, but truth be told, everyone lives forever. Our spirits are eternal. It's a matter of where you're going to spend that eternity that's the key. An eternal life, not eternal death, comes from knowing the one true God. It's not a doorway to be able to get into a place that's beautiful and we live forever. The end is knowing Him, and knowing Him in a way that is not head knowledge. Knowing Him in our spirits, knowing Him in our hearts, having Him become one with us and us become one with Him, that's knowing Him. And then we have life. We have life eternal that starts now and continues on. It's a knowing Him that our spirits experience now, and as our bodies get older and wear down and we experience death, we just transition to a new place with a new body and a continued increasing knowledge of God. Not a head knowledge, not an understanding in our minds, but an experience of knowing Him with our hearts and our spirits. God is love, and your knowing God is going to give you a powerful experience of love. You're going to feel it come into your spirit and your heart directly from God. You're going to experience it through other people. It's wonderful to experience the love of God as He ministers to your heart. But another beautiful way to experience it is when He loves you through another person. When God puts you in somebody else's heart in the same way that you are in His heart and manifests His love to you through that person, it's a very, very beautiful experience. It's a confirmation of what you know in your spirit, and you get to experience it with your five senses, and it just enhances the love that you experience from God. So I would encourage you, if you want eternal life, instead of thinking about living forever, instead of thinking about Jesus and God as being a means to the end, which is eternal life, understand that eternal life is knowing God the one true God, and knowing Jesus Christ whom he has sent, that is the end. It's not the means to the end. That is the end. And that will take us beyond anything that we can comprehend in our minds now. It would take us beyond any kind of everlasting, unending life that we can imagine. God has beautiful things for you, and he just wants you to draw near to him, to wrap your spirit in his spirit, and to yield yourself to him in such a free, open, complete way that he can merge with you and use you as a manifestation of his very presence on this earth. 
that's his desire for you and let me tell you it's your desire for yourself too wait till you experience it and you will see god bless you thanks for joining me on christy's connection i like connecting with you and we'll see you next time bye bye